Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. I will say this this evening had like a little bit of an ill sting to it, but we can get to that. Uh, let's rewind it back to yesterday. So yesterday I was just chilling, minding my business, and a friend invited me out to go out to eat. And I was like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. So I was able to get some Mexican food and it was really, really yummy. I got uh, three little tacos, little street tacos, if you will. And um, they were delicious uh, with some rice and beans. And I also got a margarita and that was very nice. Felt good to kind of get back to that. Uh, let's see here. And just overall had a good time hanging out. It was good vibes and that's always nice. So we enjoy that. So yay. It was a good Sunday, Sunday fun day. Uh, let's see now for today, everything was more or less good. Uh, today was pretty business as usual for a Monday. We got the lasagna, if you will. But, um, I I knew I was like, oh shit, I gotta get an oil change. So let's just go ahead and get an oil change, right? Let's just knock it out. You know, I, I got like maybe 20, 20, 30 miles to go before I need it. Let's, let's just do it. So, you know, I pull up and, um, you know, more or less the oil change goes well, you know, a little bit of a wait, but that's okay. I don't mind, whatever. And the day I'm not trying to do that shit myself. But the guy tells me when he's doing my little inspection on my jalopy of a car, he goes, hey, your um, your driver's like real light is out. If you know, we, we can, you know, change that out for you or whatever. And I was like, eh, you know, I'll change it myself. But in my head, I was like, OK, yeah, need a new headlight and I needed a brake light. So I thought and um, turns out. I go, get said headlight, go to my brake light, go, oh, wait, this isn't even the right thing, duh. So I had to go through the whole thing at AutoZone uh, to get a new light after the whole oil change thing. Um, I go through all this, all this, all of this shit, and then I realize, actually, the old light bulb is actually lighting up. So I think I was just fine. I, Granted, I understand I got a fucking, like, tape over my fucking shit like the little uh, red light tape so maybe the guy kind of couldn't see it anyway it might be obscured if you will but uh yeah so you know my little uh jerry-rigged vehicle is still okay everything's fine i just wasted more money than i thought i was going to is the long short of that um and y'all know how much i am uh how do you say uh poor <laughs> so every dollar counts so i was in my bag about that i was annoyed that i wasted time you know i haven't eaten yet it's it's late and all that but like i said at the end of the day this was a good day and i want to count my blessings for that uh jeezel pete's i know i'm kind of wasting your time on the intro it's going long i'm sorry i'm sorry but uh you know that's my personal news overall you know things are good we're well uh try not to worry too much about the money you feel me all right, but um, speaking of not worrying, let me go ahead and take my startup, and then we will get into some news. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm. Also, I gotta add, I'm drinking... Um, was it a local beer um, from Mad Tree Psychopathy? So there you go. It's very yummy. I've had it before. Granted, this is in a tall boy. And I also have to add 
that uh, I'm using my koozie for the first time since I bought it years, years back on a random bachelor party trip to Dayton. And uh, I was just there and I was at a random bar getting an IPA tall boy, really learning my ways. Like, oh, this is the drink for me, I think. And I got this little guy, this little founders thing. Then I took it home with me and I realized, oh, this only fits tall, skinny, like, boys. <laughs> they don't work for, like, normal uh, tall boys, I feel like. And they don't work for, you know, obviously little, like, um, uh, eight ounces or whatever, right? So I'm, I'm glad to be able to support this little bad boy. And I figured I'd tell the world. <laughs> okay. All right. Enough about my wins and losses. Let's get into some news. From The Guardian. California governor vetoes bill that would have set $35 cap for insulin. Now, I know, I know, I'm sorry. I am, I'm blowing up the feed about Gavin Newsom and California and all my tomatoes. Um, but I, I do feel like some of these things are definitely worth talking about. Apparently, he signed over the weekend a grand total of about 12 bills or so. So he's been actually, you know, doing some work. Uh, you know, some I've already covered, like, with the caste system thing. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and cover this one. Also, just wanted to mention that um, California almost decriminalized psychedelics. Uh, but uh, Gavin Newsom was like, no, it needs more testing. We had to do some more research. Uh, so there was that. I think there were some other things, too, that were relevant. But I'm just going to, you know, skim them and, and we'll, we'll focus on this insulin thing. Because it, it, it does... It matters to, obviously, the people of California, and I, and I feel like it matters to just more than that, but we'll get into that. Uh, Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have stopped insurance companies from charging more than $35 for insulin. The bill would have banned health plans and dis disability insurance policies from imposing any out-of-pocket expenses on insulin prescription drugs above $35 for a 30-day supply. That would have included deductibles and co-pays. Now, this is something that would have been a massive windfall to people with diabetes. Like, having that kind of cap makes the drugs so much more affordable than they are. You know, essentially, they're just running rush out on customers when it comes to something like insulin. This is a very much a supply and demand situation. And, you know, pharmaceutical companies have just been able to just get away with it for so long. And, you know, with the push to try to make this shit more regulated and the government stepping in... It's really a shame that uh, Newsom said, you know what, eh, let's just not. But let's get into its reason why. The California governor, a Democrat, said earlier this year that the state would soon start making its own brand of insulin. California has a $50 million contract with the nonprofit pharmaceutical company Civica RX to manufacture the insulin under the brand CalRx. The state would sell a 10 millimeter vial of insulin for $30. So essentially that deal in and of itself is a good deal, but it is insulated. And I feel like that's very frustrating because, you know, there are other people with maybe like other insurances that are going to be left out if, you know, their provider isn't switching to this, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong there, but, um, you know, you're going to be on the cold in that way potentially. And also the, the I feel like what's a big thing is, this is a huge opportunity to really set the tone, really set the pace. Once again, kind of bringing back the caste system thing that we talked about in, in previous episode, you say, hey, we're making this an issue. We're choosing to like really stand up and, 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 and say this and change the, change the game. 
that would have made the shockwaves, I really feel like. And shying away from that, saying, oh, we have our own thing. And and maybe there's a, you know, an economic interest, like, with the whole Civica thing, what have you. But fuck that. I don't give a shit. Both can exist here. At the same time, your insulin, uh, this CalRx shit, is, is... five dollars cheaper than the cap so this is a win on a win and i just feel like this is a yet again another example of like a democratic backpedal of saying like oh yeah we just can't do it but we're already helping you it's why we're you know we don't need to do it it's not even that necessary when really this is something that is very helpful very useful all the more help the better is the way i look at it so once again boo this man gruesome gavin Sharp as knives, teeth. I don't know. I'm being mean. I don't know. I don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> He's not my friend. But let's go ahead and move along uh, to the Associated Press. You want to go to Costco? Costco is selling gold bars. What's behind the demand for its one ounce gold bars? Okay, maybe this isn't news to you. I randomly like uh, talked to my friend about this last week, and technically this is a bit of old news, but I figured, hey, I, you know, I want to talk about it. I wanted to kind of lighten lighten the load for the day. Um, but apparently this is a thing, and not just at Costco. When I was doing a little research here, I, I stumbled when I was doing a little search. Apparently you can buy gold at Walmart, so maybe they, they've already been hit to this, or they're you know following in Costco's footsteps. I don't know. Get at me if you've bought a bar of gold before because I'm I'm just curious, you know, I'm, I'm interested. Not because I want to get into the game. It's it's too too expensive, too steep for my blood. But um, the fact that you can, let's just get into it. Looking for something to add to your Costco cart along with the 30 rolls of toilet paper? How about a bar of gold? While not a typical outlet for the sale of precious metals, the members-only warehouse chain has seen its one-ounce gold bars sell out faster than discounted 170-ounce jugs of laundry detergent. In a company earnings call last week, CFO Richard Galanti said the gold bars sold exclusively online are typically gone within a few hours of appearing on Costco's website, adding that there's a two-bar limit per member. As of Wednesday, they remain sold out. So apparently this is like a hot commodity. Gold's kind of on the rise. Uh, I believe they're selling the gold bars for, uh, let's see, about $1,835 per ounce. And that was as of Wednesday afternoon. Now, um... Maybe people are kind of buying this because they feel like this is like a good way to d- diversify their portfolio, you know, money-wise, investment-wise. Um, I don't know. Like, this is not a finance podcast. That's not my bag. It's not my shtick. But, um, you know, I, I guess people are trying to, to, you know, switch it up a little bit. And gold kind of feels like, hey, I know gold. Like, I can trust gold. Things like gold, diamonds, things of that nature, you can kind of put it in a safety deposit box, kind of not worry about it, pull it out when you think the time is right, and I guess make your money. But um, I don't know. Uh, the price of gold, the price of gems, other precious metals, that shit can fluctuate. So I wouldn't want to bet my futures on it. Plus, like I said, at the top of this shit, I'm poor. I'm broke. So it's not like I can fucking afford this fucking shit. You feel me? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just found this interesting that you could literally go to Costco.com or whatever. Or like I said, Walmart.com right now and just fucking buy gold. And it would be available for store pickup. 
And I can't imagine how that would 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 go. You pull up because I have done a you know a store pickup before. I don't know if you have before. You you pull up and you're waiting for your shit, and they just come out. Like, do they even put it in the 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 cart and roll it out and then hand you the? I don't know. I'm curious. Let me know if you've bought gold. If you're if you're a newsy that's uh big on gold right now, let me know. I'll definitely like probably put you on the pod just for that, or at least shout you out. Okay, uh, we can move along now. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go to Russia, Mother Russia. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. From the Independent, eighty-year-old Russian woman found to have lived her whole life with needle in brain. Oy, 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 oy. Now I gotta say, uh, I mean, as much of a trigger warning as I guess I can give. I thought I was ready for this story when I read the headline, and I wasn't ready by the time I got into the details of it. So there you go. Uh, doctors found an 80-year-old woman in Russia uh, has lived her entire life with an inch-long needle in her brain. A local radi- radiologist discovered a three-centimeter needle inside the octogenarian's octog- brain during an X-ray scan, said the Ministry of Health in Salakin uh, in a Telegram post on Wednesday. The tiny needle was located in the perineal lobe of the unnamed woman's brain, according to the ministry. While it did not disclose the exact date of the discovery, it said the needle was found this year. Uh, let's see. The needle was lodged inside her brain since she was born. Doctors believe she had survived a failed infanticide attempt by her parents. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, okay, so um, they, they do try to, like, give some context here. In uh, the Soviet era, during the famine in, of the 1930s, desperate parents struggling with poverty would insert a needle into the soft spot of a baby's head, the fontanelle, where the, where the skull hadn't entirely developed. So, like, the soft spot of the baby. I'm sure you've, you've heard about this. Apparently, this would close and then obscuring the needle, but the newborn would eventually die. Um, Such incidents were not uncommon during the years of starvation. A thin needle would be inserted into into a newborn's fontanelle to damage the brain. The local department of the remote Russian region wrote on on its telegram channel. The fontanelle quickly closed up, covering up evidence of the crime, and the baby died. But this old lady did not die. Now, um, she apparently occasionally would complain of headaches. I think that's what wound up having her getting the x-ray and then finding this out. Uh, But here's the thing that really just left me on the floor. Because obviously it's like, damn, you've you've now found out that the reason you're having these headaches is because uh, your parents couldn't afford to... um, you know, feed you in themselves and they had to make a really ultimate decision and put a needle in your brain and let it close and you were going to die and then you didn't die. So that's a lot. That's a heavy load. But then you find out that it's like, oh, okay. So because this has been in your brain since like your birth and everything, we don't know if you would survive the surgery or what would happen to you. So we're just going to monitor you. That's, that's the story as of now. And that just gave me the heebies, you know, like just knowing that this is your life now at 80 years old and now you just got to kind of write it out. That's a bitter pill. Uh, So, um, yeah, that that was some news I was kind of wanting to cover from last week as well. 
Um, but now this is some news I just found out about today. This is like fresh out a little bit of break. It's, it's not really breaking, but, um, definitely interesting to me. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take my classic little end break and then we will get into some news and I will let you go. And hopefully I will go cook some food after this. Ooh wee. Oh. Okay, from the insider. A Florida pastor has been accused of running an organized retail crime ring and hawking three million dollars worth of stolen items online. Ooh, I haven't heard the word hawking in a while. It's a classic word. Okay, so yeah, this is a little bit of a grift story. You know, we love a good heist. Um, I say love. You know what I mean. You guys know when I say I love crime, I'm not like, oh, yeah, give me more crime. But, like, I don't know. It's important to fucking talk about this shit. And I think it's okay to find things interesting that are interesting to you, good or bad, um, as long as you can say, hey, like, it's fucked up to do that shit. And I'm, you know, these motherfuckers got to face justice, uh, which we're, we're doing here. We do that on this uh, this podcast. <laughs> a Florida pastor has been charged with running an organized retail crime ring where he's accused of pocketing millions from selling items uh, his associates stole from Home Depot online. Robert Dell, a Pinellas co- County preacher, is accused of operating a multi-million dollar theft ring and faces charges including racketeering and dealing in stolen property per a press release from Florida's Attorney General in August. According to the press release, Dell used his former positions as a pastor at the Rock Church and director of a halfway house for recovering drug addicts to threaten and manipulate people to steal for him. The investigation revealed that Dell's co-conspirators stole from Home Depot stores five to six times daily per the press release. Uh, let's see. And this is this is definitely the stinger. The press release added that stolen items were then sold under Dell's eBay account, Anointed Liquidator. Ay, ay, ay. Besides Dell, four other associates, including Dell's wife and mother, were identified and charged as co-conspirators. The 57-year-old sold $3 million worth of stolen items online since 2016, the Wall Street Journal reported on Saturday citing Home Depot as well as a search warrant affidavit it had seen. Now, uh, yet again, <clears throat> these companies are like, oh, we've lost so much money from this, and you know what? It's only going to keep on happening. Oh, my God, we'll never make it back. Oh, we're eating our shirt, America. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm sorry. Uh, if you can't hang Home Depot, then just fucking leave. Uh, I'm going to segue off of this into, um, a little bit of side news, old news, if you will. I think it was an iPhone store in Philadelphia. Uh, that was a store that, uh, that got robbed. Um, people were like, oh my gosh, this is yet again another example of the rampant crime, 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 crime. And it's like, yeah, dude, crime happens. It fucking sucks. There's reasons for that crime. And maybe we should focus on solving that more than anything else. 
Um, but yeah, I'm sure, you know, Apple is like saying the same thing that, um, Home Depot is saying like, oh, we just can't, we can't thrive under these conditions. We can't do anything under these conditions. Sure enough, we're going to close. Oh, I know Target was also another, uh, another motherfucker saying, oh my gosh, we're closing down all our stores because so much crime when really it's because you're not making the money you want. You are not meeting these bottom lines because people don't have the fucking funds anymore. That's more of a fucking real issue. But you don't want to say that. And it's much easier to just blame it on crime and say, oh, there's an issue here with the place. And that's why. When really it's like because you're just not making the money you want to make. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. That's really all I wanted to say for today. Let's see here. How do we do on time? Oh, great. So great. I love it. I love when I'm under 30. <laughs> it means it means so much to my night because it's usually not as bad on the uh, back end. But that's 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 for, you know, that's podcasting shit. That's behind the scenes shit. Don't worry about that. Okay. I got to chill a little bit. Patreon.com. So as I news, if you'd like to support the effort, um, you do become a newsy. I do dub thee a newsy. I shout you out at the top of the month and then I, uh, plug a project you're on, but thing you're doing, uh, let's see free ways to hit me up for feedback, feedback, <laughs> uh, one at gmail.com and then find me on all the socials, find the podcast on all the socials. Please subscribe to the YouTube it means a lot. Please give me the thumbs up. Um, all the stars, all the reviews, please say nice things to me. Uh, it means a lot. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, don't make my day bad. <laughs> don't be a meanie weenie. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.